anyway, uh, this is Lee Daniel, and we are uh, to our morning show on Tuesdays. This is not legal advice. And what that is, is advice for before, during, and after the divorce. And today we have a special guest with us, and she's going to bring us some of her beautiful, kind, gentle energy to help us deal with all of our anxiety and irritation. <laughs> and Allison is my co-host. Allison, why don't you tell everybody about you a little bit, and then yeah, sorry, can't, can't find us on Project Positive Change, so hopefully we are there. My name is uh, Alison Reiner. I'm your Loved Again coach. I work with women who are um, unhappy in their marriage and unhappy in their lives and looking to, to understand how to, how to make that transformation to, to become the, the woman that they want to be and embrace the relationships they want to have, in short. And if you'll introduce Caroline, then I can... Hi, Caroline. Uh, yeah, over to you, Caroline. Tell us a little bit about you, where we can find you, and all about you. Caroline? Caroline? I was kicked out. I don't know. My internet. Hi, do you hear me? Yeah. Mm. Okay, it says my internet connection is unstable. I don't know why. Maybe it's the thunderstorm close by. So we can hear you. I'm fine. Caroline from Palm Healing. Good, perfect. So I am here in beautiful Switzerland and I'm a heart flow healer. I love to help my clients open the doors to their heart so they can get back into the flow of love. I specialize in relationship healing sort of after especially toxic relationships because I was in a very toxic marriage and had to heal through my separation and divorce and really connect reconnect with myself because I've lost myself completely so I'm really happy to assist others on their journey and that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about this today because I think when we get into reaction mode, and which is oftentimes what we get into when we're in a place of being attacked, then we forget who we are. And I know it happens to me as well as to anybody. And, and you know, what happens to me is secondhand. I'm just hearing somebody else's argument. It's not even emotional to me. It's not even, but if somebody, if they're attacked, if one of my clients is attacked, um, especially when it has to do with their children, then they want to fight back. And, and Caroline, that sounds like the opposite of opening your heart. So <laughs> well, what do you do when you want to fight back? I think it's really essential one stays true to oneself. Mm. So fighting back is always sort of coming back into oneself and reconnecting with your heart and saying what is true to me mm -hmm. is it is it worth going for over battle for this or is it just you know just someone is screaming we don't always have to react to anybody's screaming is it okay if i just stand here like a tree and say you know what you just have a temper tantrum I'll let you calm down on your own or do I sometimes want to put oil into the fire or is it a way that I have to step up and say, wait a second, here are my boundaries. That's as far as it goes. No way. So it's always 
each situation calls for a different kind of uh, interaction. And Allison, when you see people that are in that place where they're going through a divorce, are about to, or contemplating, or the marriage is not working out, that is when the, you know, the attacks usually are flying, aren't they? Yeah, and it seems to be that you get into that place that no matter what you do, Mm. you can't have it you can't get beyond the argument you can't get beyond the fighting it's like you know two people suddenly talking a completely different language and, and you know whether it's uh, an, as in Caroline's case a narcissistic partnership you know with one uh, being very narcissistic and the other one reacting to to that or whether it's just a normal everyday breakdown in communication it's kind of like um we see the other person as the enemy suddenly that other person is just the enemy they can we firmly believe that they're out to do us harm that they wish us no good whatsoever and it's you know it's so firmly fixed in us that it's, it's really difficult to overcome that and know you know know the right thing to do as, as caroline says you know stand quietly and just let it come at you or or fight back or you know say okay my boundaries are firmly in place so yeah it's it's definitely it's a huge thing i think in all relationships right. so we get to that point don't we yeah, and I was recently um, thinking to myself that, especially when you're talking to someone that's a narcissist, a narcissist, they don't ever acknowledge that they've done anything wrong. And so there's really no way to rationalize. Like my instinct is to, when there's a controversy, is to try to come to an agreement, you know, to try mm -hmm. to have a rational conversation with somebody and, and try to come to middle ground. But if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, keep wanting to say narcissist anyway a narcissist then they don't ever acknowledge that they're wrong <laughs> oh and and you know or even come to a middle ground it's always this is your fault this is your fault and when you are in that place of being pushed into this is your fault you're wrong you've done something wrong you've done something wrong if you know that that person is never going to respond in a reasonable, rational, productive way, then it's really just wasting your energy, isn't it, Caroline? It is. And especially when you're in with a narcissist, in a narcissist relationship, sometimes it just derails your self-worth. Because I was then looking at myself, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing this enough. I was taking it on, you know, whatever was thrown at me. I said, oh, yeah, 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 come on, blame me, blame me, you know. It's that sort of game we have to step out to really come here and say, you know what? What is me? What is the other? Really learning to differentiate and not taking everything on, especially if you're sort of empath or a sensitive um, person, you, you pick up on the energy and sometimes yeah. they're angry and you feel like, is it me? Is it the other? So really coming back to oneself, you know, maybe cutting the cords, standing there taking a breath before you react come back to your heart and say is it me is it him you know sort of being in that middle and yeah maybe taking a breath putting your hands on your heart and then really listen sort of come back to yourself and what truly helps especially also with people who gossip a lot or, or speak badly, that I imagine they are talking and their speech is going through salt water to clear it out, you ah, know. Nice. Sort of, you can imagine it like a little bubble, like in, 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 in a cartoon. The bubble, it goes 
if you live near an ocean, it just goes through the ocean before it comes to your ears. First of all, you can, you get a different way of listening. Mm -hmm. It's it's not the vibration going on, but it's the clear message and it doesn't affect you as much. And then you can really say, you know what? This person is just having a bad day. It can be with your children also when they have something and you go, what to do? But sometimes it's just, you know what? Let them, let them rent it out and stay here, be open, listen and yeah. How, how do you, you do that? So you're, you said before, when you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you tend to lose your, you know, lose your power almost. You lose your, your sense of self-esteem or self-worth. How, how do you, you start taking a step back onto that path? How do you, you start to rebuild that with yourself? This is, I mean, I was after the relationship that I had the journey to myself. During the relationship, I think it's really essential to have time for yourself. Reconnect with things you love to do. So you have, you're filling up your cup, you know, you're staying true. Maybe you have one or two true friends you can stay and, and then sort of filling up that cup, it strengthens you and, and, um, and then again, if you face your partner, I used to just um, imagine myself being wrapped around in beautiful pink light, you know, from head mm. to toe, beautiful pink light surrounded. It's like a, like a um, boundaries protection shield. And the, the pink is very loving. So whenever I went there, it didn't affect me as much. It's sort of like cotton wool, you know, mm. keeping it out there or showering yourself in rose petals. Imagine yourself like walking through a rose petal shower. It calms down your energy, it grounds you and it helps you come back to yourself. And it's less irritating when you can stay true to your own calm and peace and love. You don't get triggered so much. And the more you do that, the stronger you get. And the more you do that, you can more stand up for yourself and you get a true sense of who you are, whereas, or who you lost yeah. in that, in that why, time. Where do you think that connection in, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but why, where does that connection with narcissists and empaths? Because I've seen things written about that, and, and I, I see a lot of that in my office. I see people that are very sensitive um, to energy and emotion that are with narcissists. How, 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 what's the deal? You know? For me, it's clearly the empath is here. They're the eternal healers. They sense that pain or that hurt in a narcissist that is there, they want to help, they want to heal, to make that person whole. And as empath, we usually see the beautiful person or the person they could be yeah. and not the reality they are. So we keep on that dream. Yeah, if they're whole, if we give them in love, enough love because we want to give love, maybe they heal and then they can come out of their bad position. And so we give and give and give. And of course, the narcissist takes and takes and takes. And this that giving, taking um, 
um, yeah, part yeah. that is. And I think that that's a good lesson is that we can't really fix somebody. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, it's, it's that right. I mean, we can't, we're all, we're responsible for ourselves. And I mean, I know that I certainly have fallen into this trap of trying to, um, wanting to fix somebody. But now it's, it's really just, just helping people see who they are so they can fix themselves. Right? It's about, you know, we can't, anybody and I and I also think we can't convince anybody so when we're in this space of arguing you have to just let people be where they are right you can't you can't keep arguing and I mean for me I think backing away from the situation and not engaging I mean what do you think Allison what do you tell people that are that are in that place where they've been fighting for a while what do you tell them to do to start getting out of it well I think that's you know that's I'm listening intently to, to what Caroline's saying today. Um, when you're, you're in that, that place, well, first of all, I think it's really difficult to, to appreciate that you're in a relationship with a narcissist. You know, that's the, that's the first thing. Um, because they are very convincing. They do manage to turn it around. And you're the one left questioning, but really, is it me? Is it me? And you've got to be in a really good, strong place and have a good relationship with yourself, first of all, to be able to say, oh, wait a minute, I know it's not me. Yeah. Therefore, it can only be the other side of it. So that's, you know, that's the first place to go is you're never going to fight from a place of weakness. So it's always got to be going back inside to yourself, but really, you know, building that relationship with yourself, building your self-esteem yourself. And, and of course, then there's a lot of, um, of pressure with that, because as you start to build yourself up, they'll attempt to push you down, won't they? Yeah. So it's really, you know, it's almost, you know, doing it in, in secret, building yourself up in secret so that eventually you're, you're strong enough to, to be able to, to just put that, that distance in. So I think that's the, the first place it's got to be is acknowledging it. If you feel, and, you're, and it's so simple, if I feel uncomfortable in any way at all, then it's not me, it's you. You know, it's, it's if I, I cannot make myself understood, if I'm having to force um, somebody to, to listen to me, to hear me, then it, that, it's not my lack, it's theirs. You know, and start from there. From there, you can start to build your your own sense of self. Where do I need to go with this? What is going on? How did I get myself here in the first place? Mm, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's not that we're empaths and uh, we're attracted to the narcissist. It's just that we were at a really low ebb and we attracted somebody who, you know, who likes to manipulate. So yeah. it's not always that, you know, that big, powerful sort of narcissism story that we've got going on. Sometimes it's subtler. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that, you know, for one thing, I think maybe retreating to your own corners, whether which one, if you're the one, whatever, if you're in this stage of fighting, not to keep engaging with each other and not to keep, I think Caroline said it earlier about trying to just step back and see who you are. And, and that's, that's easy if both parties are willing to do that. But if one party is still attacking you, so if you try to leave them alone, and then they're still in attack mode, still saying, ugly things about you, still calling you names, how can you, how can you keep yourself from, from falling back into that trap? Because that's what it is. I mean, it's a trap to keep you engaged. I think that's, you know, it's almost easier once you've made that decision um, and you've put that veil down. Okay, I, I understand what this is now. It's much easier not to react to it. Not, yeah. And of course, be great, you know, be, be gentle with yourself because we're human. So when you find yourself flaring up and reacting and falling back into it, 
you're human. Make peace with it and, and put it to one side and try to do better next time. Um, but you know what? It's, I think it's easier once you've made that decision that this is how it is and I'm never going to win. Therefore, to the best of my ability, I keep myself, I take myself a step back um, and I keep my, you know, I, I, I keep my boundaries very firm in front of me. I think I said the right thing because I can see Caroline nodding. <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not even really, um, I mean, I, I, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to find out for a lot on Facebook. I'm sorry. Is it, um, can you look and see? I can't find us on Facebook. I don't know where you've, I mean, we're definitely live somewhere on Facebook, but I have no idea where you've put us. <laughs> it's very strange, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I looked up and it said that I could look where we were live on Facebook, so I thought, well, I'll just find us, but can't do it, cannot find us. So, <laughs> another one for Pete, we'll be live Another later. one for Pete, yeah, another one for Pete. So I think that, Allison, you're right, I think you sh we should just let ourselves you know, be gentle with ourselves and forgive ourselves if we do go into reaction. And, and normally, it's those, those people that, especially if you've been with them in a long time, they know what triggers, right? They know exactly what's going to make you mad. They know exactly what's going to get you upset. Uh, and that's what they'll argue about, right? Because they know you. They know what upsets you. Yeah, and they know what worked, so they try just a little harder. So if you're already separated it's easier i mean i used to just not check the email i didn't open the emails from my ex over the weekend uh maybe put my phone on flight mode so i can't be reached if i just need time for myself or go for a walk if you're still living together and you need your time go out go for a walk do something for yourself and like allison said celebrate each little step I think it's important to see the steps. Don't berate yourself. Oh, I wasn't good enough. I was falling back into the trap. But remember, you've already, it took you longer to fall back. Yeah. You did a little step today. You were firmer already. Each day, you're more loving towards yourself. You're firmer. You um, can, you know, keep this distance more and more each day it's okay to have the end goal of peace and freedom and love in mind but celebrate the little steps look yeah. back oh i've come this far already because sometimes we feel like oh, i still have to go so far mm. i'm nowhere but really celebrate how far you've already come and mm. just realizing that you're in an unhealthy relationship if someone talks down to you or maybe even talks badly about you to others mm. while you're there, that's a clear sign. This is not a healthy relationship or something you need to talk about. Maybe you approach the subject. It's because if you're in a relationship, there's love and mutual respect and uh, there's no down... You know, no one is more valuable than the other. And it's important that we, that we celebrate this as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people just are so acclimated to being in a relationship that they can't look at it and they can't see what it is or what it's become. And so you do have to step away to see, is there respect? Is there um, ability to communicate? Are there, you know, because sometimes... By the time I get to see people, those things have been gone for a long time. 
and they just have been either because they think they deserve better or because they've got it mixed up and I've got to take care of my kids. They can't see what's really been going on. Yeah, and often I, uh, people will ask me, is this normal? You know, they'll explain a behavior and they'll say, is this normal? Because they've lost the ability to see or to feel, you know, what, what, real, you know, what real people would do. And often there's, there's things that, you know, that I couldn't even contemplate, but it's been going on for such a long time. It's just a pattern is weaved into the, the relationship and the pattern of the interaction. Um, and you know, if they're asking, it's because on some level, of course, they know it's not normal, it's not right. But to ha actually have to ask for somebody else's perspective on it in order to be able to, to take a step back is, you know, is scary. Well, guys, I'm having so many dog problems today. Somebody's trying to get out of the door. <laughs> and I can hear the barking in the back. So it's time to go anyway. But Carolyn, thank you so much. And I hope that this helps anybody who is struggling with this kind of thing. And we would love to have you come back again and do you hear the dog. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and just do a meditation for us. Because um, I was going to ask you to do a meditation, but I certainly know that I cannot listen when the dogs are about to break the door down. <laughs> so and I, for those of you who are watching, uh, I don't know where we are or where we're live, but I'm going to ensure that we get on the Facebook page uh, later today or later this week. I've already sent our tech guy a message and said, help me. So I'm sure. Where are we? <laughs> where, where are we and why do I keep doing this? So thanks, everybody. Thanks, um, Allison. And Caroline, where can they find you? Um, Caroline. Yeah. Um, they can find me on the PPC uh, website. You know, I'm a member of PPC and at palmyhealing.com and on social media everywhere. And I'm happy to connect and leave, leave uh, a question or comment on this live feed as well. I can come back and, and check out your question. And whenever we can find it and post it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry about the technical problems. I really don't know. What, oh gosh. I really don't know uh, why it keeps confounding me, but it's all right. Have a great day, everybody. I think you too. For me. What about you, Alison? Did you find some nuggets? I find a lot of nuggets. Yes, I'm going away to to mull over some uh, some good stuff that uh, I need to I need to be thinking about myself. So That's yeah, good. <laughs> Caroline, thank you again so much. Bye -bye. Thank you. Bye, -bye. Bye everyone. Bye. Have a lovely week. Bye.